Where the travel agents coming to you with tips, tricks, interviews, and voyages by cruise. The travel agents bringing you the latest travel news. I'm Brian. And I'm Will. We're your hosts for the Travel Agent Podcast. And on this mini episode, we're taking you to the land of Pisa. Pisa in Italy. We're going to Italy. This is a city west of Florence. Yeah, okay. So it's in Tuscany. Right. It's about one hour west of Florence. Yeah, so a lot of people go to Florence, take a day trip to Pisa, and they don't really stay there much longer than to get that get that dope Instagram pic. Why does everyone go to Pisa, Will? Because of the Leaning Tower? Absolutely. They go there. They get the classic pic where they're like holding it up. Yeah. Do you even know what like the tower is? No, but I, I just love the fact that someone's mistake, and I can only imagine the sheer hatred and vitriol they had for that architect who like made the mistake. Yeah. <laughs> right. That now that is such a great, like they're a hero. Yeah. I mean, when you told me that you wanted to do an episode on the Leaning Tower of Pisa, I was like, oh, I don't know anything really about it. So let me look it up a little bit. Yeah. And they don't really know who the architect is, funny enough. Oh, wow. They have like an idea of who it is, but they're not exactly sure. And really, it's just a bell tower for the mm. cathedral that's like right behind the tower. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's not really, I mean, it's nothing super crazy. It's just a bell tower. So when I first went to Italy, my buddy Steve and I, we went to Pisa, we got our picture and we're like, this town's pretty lame and we left. Yeah. And I've talked to many clients since then who said, yeah, we went to Pisa, we got our picture by the leading tower and then... Then we left. It wasn't that great. Right. So, And then when I meet a local Italian, they tell me how great Pisa is. And I'm okay. just like, something does not compute. <laughs> yeah, something's not adding up. I was wondering, like, why do you want to do an episode for the yeah, Leaning Tower of yeah. Pisa of all places? But I hear about these, I hear about these locals talking about Pisa and their love for it. And I say, the, but the, the Leaning Tower is not that great. They say, oh, we don't go there. There's better places. <laughs> okay. And so I'm like, okay. And they said, we're going to take you to our favorite spot. All right. Pisa. So what's the plug? So my my local hosts in my tour guides in Italy, they had a day planned for me, which I will call the best thing to do in Pisa. All right. They took me outside of the city. They took me to a farm, a locally family-run farm. And when we arrived, I really had no idea what we were doing. This was kind of a surprise, right? except that there were going to be dogs involved. <laughs> okay. All right. So we, we show up at this farm and we're greeted by these two really cute beagles. Oh, they oh, were just man. so precious. Tails wagging. They were barking and they came right up and they're licking us and they were the friendliest, cutest dogs. And out walk two workers of this farm. They're both wearing camouflage like green, like fedora type hats kind of thing, uh, or like train <laughs> conductor type hats, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And um, they had instruments with them that were a little bit interesting. Not not musical, but like uh, digging tools. Sure. Uh, it wasn't like a regular h shovel or hoe, right? And at this point, you still don't know why, no. like what this farm is. <laughs> like you don't know what they're... Right, and they probably told me I'm a terrible listener, <laughs> especially when I'm traveling, you know. Or they're saying it in like Italian or something. Right, there's just too much uh, for me to take in. So. Um, so yeah, after greeting the dogs, we are greeted by the workers of this farm who tell us that we have a very special day planned. 
We're going to drive out to the woods in Jeeps, and we're going to watch two of the most expert truffle hunting dogs in action try to find truffles. Now, I really don't know much about truffles. You're a cook. What do you know about truffles and why this would actually be a thing that we would do and that there would be an industry involved here? Yeah, sure. So for me as a cook, like truffles are one of those ingredients that I kind of like dream of being able to cook with one day, but I can't really, um, (laughs) uh, the cost is very high. So I can't really justify uh, justify the purchase of a truffle just for kicks and giggles as like a hobby, right? Um, and if you don't know how much truffles can cost, there are two different kinds of truffles. There's black and there's white and black truffles, uh, are not, it's not uncommon for them to sell at a thousand to $2,000 a pound (laughs) in the, like in the prime season. Right. And then white truffles, I believe like something like $250 for an ounce. Yeah. And there are some truffles that have gone up to $75,000 for a pound. Mm -hmm. So, um, they're very expensive yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've never had one before. I've never had it on like truffle pizza or anything like that. It's very right. top of the line gourmet. You're talking three-star Michelin restaurant yeah. type level uh, ingredient. So I'm, I'm standing there with these little 20 pound giggling dogs that are just like going nuts and they just look like they reminded me of like the beagle we had growing up. Right. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, okay, so like, I can't wait for them to get out these like truffle hunting dogs, you know, like from the back or something. I'm, <laughs> I'm imagining like these pit bulls or something, you know, great dance. Yeah, it's just like yeah. something real slick looking, you know, it's like, oh no, these are, these are the dogs. These are going to be our hunters. So we put up, we put the dogs in crates and we loaded up a couple Jeeps and I got to ride in the back of the Jeep with the dog in the crate next to me. I got a picture here off the post <laughs> and uh, we just, we took off with these, you know, jeeps into the woods and when we got out they said okay like you have to understand those dogs that you were just playing with and like joking you know wrestling and stuff like that right when we let them out of their cages they know exactly what their job is okay and they're no longer your friend okay they're not going to mess around with you anymore sure so they like, like the dogs at the airport don't touch right don't, you know. right 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 well, you could try to touch these dogs. You're not going to catch them because they're they're <laughs> off. You know, like they yeah, don't. They're they in the don't. Zone. They actually don't want anything to do with you. Okay, because they know what their job is. Okay, and so I'm like, oh, I got pretty amped. <laughs> like, you know, like I've never been so excited to watch a dog in the woods, right? <laughs> and they open these cages, and these now one of the dogs is the trained expert. This is the one who found like that the famous. It was on like um, there's like a whole like news story about it that came to America and everything like. I don't know, 10 years ago or something, this one little dog found like the great big, like $25,000 truffle or something like that. Yeah. I, I'm sure I have the number wrong, but it was thousands of dollars. Right. And it like, it was like the biggest truffle or whatever. And and it was a huge find. Um, the other one was a new one. It was like, I don't know, like six or nine months old. Right. And so she was real cute and very kind of crazy. Yeah. You know? Actually yeah. was already bigger than the expert who was, really? who was much older. Right. Wow. Like the senior, so to speak. Okay. I still so, want to picture a puppy doing this the entire time though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you'll see my pictures and videos here. You'll love it. So we we let him out and these dogs just they just go. Just dart off into the woods, noses just 
a centimeter above the ground at all times, you know, just they're just going crazy sniffing. And we're just kind of like, okay, what do we do? We're like, okay, well, keep up with them, you know? And so we're trying to like walk behind them. And, and the two um, workers who are with us wearing the, you know, the camouflage, they have all these like digging tools. And the moment one of the dogs thinks it's found a truffle, it starts digging ferociously fast, right? And your job is, or the worker's job is to run up and push the dog away quickly because the dog's claws, if it gets to the truffle and cuts the truffle open, you've now just, you know. Ruined the truffle. Yeah, and I don't know if it's, I would say probably ruined. Um, Maybe drop the price of it. It was it was significant. Sure. Maybe not as much as like if a diamond is, not a diamond, um, a pearl is cut in half or whatever, where it's okay. like it's worthless, you know, okay. but it's, it yeah. was pretty bad. It was like, oh gosh, yeah, you don't want the dog to slice through that. So it's like a like a mini spear with like a point, like a sharp point on the end, and you kind of dig around it, you know, just deep, and then you just kind of, and the, and the, meanwhile, while the worker is trying to do this, both dogs are in there like trying to help him, you know, he's trying to push the dogs away while trying to dig this, and we're all just watching, and the guy's like, help, help me, so we're like, all right, I'm trying to grab a dog, you know, someone else is trying to grab a dog, like pull him back, and um, and sometimes like I think we found two. I have a picture and they look like it's funny because at the time I didn't know the difference between white and black truffles, but these look like white truffles. We determined from the picture. Yeah, they really did mean look like it. Pretty darn expensive. Yeah. I thought the one time the guy held it up and was like, this is probably 50 euros. It's like, wow, 50 euros. That's like about 60 bucks. Like, huh. but it was a smaller truffle. You okay. Because um, we had the ones I showed you weren't, weren't all, there were some smaller ones. Sure. But Sometimes the dogs would get us sent and we'd start digging and there was nothing there. You know, I was like, oh, okay, well, that didn't work. Um, but we did find two large ones during our time, which was very exciting to, to see it and that the dogs found it. Uh, well, it's really just the expert dog found both of them and the newer baby dog didn't find any. Aww. They said that the most like heartbreaking thing was that well, when they only give treats to the dog if it found the truffle, that's their rule. Sure. If they don't find the truffle, they don't get a treat. They say it's so heartbreaking to watch the dog who didn't get the truffle not get a treat. Like, we have to do it in order for it to get good because this is like the expert, like, hunting dogs, like, in the world, right? So <laughs> they want them to be the best. Yeah. You don't get to be the best if you get a treat for not yeah. getting anything. You, you know? got to earn so, it. You got to earn it. So we felt so bad for the dog. You didn't get one. We're, like, petting it extra, you know, so... <laughs> So maybe, so that, this was, this whole thing was like, I, I, I can't even explain how much fun it was watching these dogs and, and getting down with them, getting a little bit dirty, you know, definitely wear some jeans for this trip, you know, cause you're going to be, you're going to be digging with them because be it's, in the mud. It's, yeah. It's exciting. And then we loaded the dogs back up, went back to the farm and they made us a truffle lunch. So oh everything we had had truffle in it. So pasta with some truffle oil, we had bit, like bread with truffle oil to dip it. We had cheese with truffle oil on top. I even showed you like the tomato, the grape tomato with the truffle oil squirted inside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, everything had truffle and it was, it was one of the most delicious lunches I've ever had, you know? Yeah. So that was such a great way to end, um, end our time with this very cool trip. So when people say Pisa, I used to think of just the Leaning Tower and a pretty lame town full of tourists who just get Instagram shots and leave. Yeah. Now I have a whole new respect for Pisa. Yeah, that's and amazing. When I hear about people going to Pisa, 
particularly families, though you wouldn't need to be a kid to enjoy this. I'm in my 30s. I seriously enjoyed it. Yeah. But maybe particularly families, one of my first thoughts is let's get you on this truffle hunting beagle. That sounds tour amazing. In pizza. So I oh would my say gosh. this is the best thing to do. It's worth pizza. it just for the food, but throw in like the actual like atmosphere <laughs> yeah. of like watching the dogs yeah. and interacting with the dogs sure. and interacting with the workers and sure. seeing a little bit more to to Pisa and seeing what it has to offer. Yeah, that's one of the cool things about travel. Like there's more to a location than just those big tourist destinations. And sometimes it seems like the location itself is just one giant tourist trap, but that's not the case. Well, I think that's something we hope to bring with this channel and that may even come with things like how we talk about Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, right. People have heard that we have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, we're called the Mistake by the Lake. Right. And for us to say, actually, there's just so many cool things for us to show you in the city. Yeah. going to entertain you for like a whole week, you know? Right. That's pretty exciting. Exactly. Yeah, I agree completely. Go to Pisa. Contact the travel agents, and we'll help you book your <laughs> truffle hunting beagle pizza tour. Thanks for listening. We're the tra-